Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. If you're looking for news, tips, and stories about fishing the Great Lakes, you've come to the right place. And now your host, Chris Larson. Hello and welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast. Today's show is an interview I did with Captain Casey Prisco back in March. Casey discusses his favorite spoons, flies, and meat rigs. We get a little bit of back and forth ribbing from Captain Pete Alex as well. It's always a great time visiting with Casey, so let's check out the interview. I know you wanted to kind of talk about presentations. We want to get you there, but again, my favorite questions on these shows are from other captains when they try to poke the bear a little bit. Uh, Captain Pete wants to know why they call you Superman. Pete gave me that name. Um, when I go to Wilson in May, I go for about five weeks, and when I go... Um, I just love it there. I love the fish and I love the camaraderie. I love the the dock life, even though I don't get to see it too much. Um, I do double after double there. Um, I, I'll do over 70 trips in six weeks, five, six weeks there. So he calls me Superman. Um, I like to call Pete Wildman. Um, I don't know if you guys saw him earlier, the wings he has going on on the side. He needs a haircut. Um, I also going to tell you, you know, I can get into this later. Um, continue. Sorry. I have a little more for Pete. We'll get, we'll touch base on that a little bit here, Pete. You know, all, all my son's hockey buddies pay money for those wings. They have to go and get <laughs> paid for those things. He's got, well, you know, young kids, they're in old right? men. Not so much. No. <laughs> all right. Let's get into some of these presentations. People want to want to learn some stuff. We're having fun giggling a little bit, but uh, we're talking flies. We're talking meat rigs. We're talking spoons. So We'll let you kind of go here for a little bit. Sure. I, I think the biggest thing I get asked a lot is when when's it too early to run meat or when can I run flies or when can I run spoons? Um, the, the, what I would tell you on that is you can have a fly in the water first thing, depending on where you're fishing. And when I'm in Wilson in May, I have meat, flies, and spoons in the water. Um, when I start brown trout fishing, I don't really run anything besides stick baits and spoons um, until I slide out a little bit deeper to that 25 to 30 feet of water and then I will put a piece of meat or a fly or two on a dipsy diver or on a, a lead core. Um, springtime, I find that the fish are, are active. They've, you know, it's been a long winter for them too. They're, they're chomping just like we're chomping to get out there. Um, I'll go over a few ones that I like. These are probably my, my top six favorite colored spoons. You've heard them before, but I'll show you again. UV can't afford it. That's good in dirty water. Um, UV Doctor, these are by Stinger. The Black Widow. UV Pickle Seed with the white back. That's a killer in dirty water. UV NBK. And UV Green Glow Alive. Um, some of my top spoons anywhere on the lake. I can be in Rochester, brown trout fish and salmon fish, and I can be in Wilson. It doesn't really matter. Um, those those fish are going to eat those spoons anywhere on the lake. I mean, it's all different conditions, obviously. Dirty water, clear water, depends on what you're doing with your colors. But start the morning with half and half and, and change it up as you go. As far as flies, um, I'll go touch Wilson real quick. I got this from my good friend, Pete. Quick story. It's in his basement. I said, Pete, what's that? Never seen that. Oh, I had them made. They don't work. I said, well, can I, can I have one? He kindly charges me full retail for them. 
So I paid him because he's a buddy of mine and I know he's he needs the money. He's a charter captain. So we go out the next day. I can't keep this thing in the water. UV 190 fly behind it on a diver. It catches Kings and Cohos and Wilson. So we're going to call this Sneaky Pete because he's very sneaky. And this is Atomic UV 190. To pair that up, when you use it, you need a set of binoculars. Pete's known for binoculars. <laughs> Hide your nets. And you're fighting fish, keep the rods down because he will set right down by you. I just saw a YouTube video on it. He's that guy. No respect. Watch out. Quest oh, post. man. Shots fired. Uh uh-oh. Maybe Pete's messing with his internet. I think so. I, I think Pete just hacked. I think I think Pete is at Casey's internet. We'll give him a minute here to come back on. Am I back? You're, You're back. back. Yep. All right. 41 fly. It's an ultra green glow. Must have. Early morning, all day long. This fly is by an atomic will hunt. Um stud fly. Same thing. All day long. And I'm pretty excited about this one. This is the Dirty Goose Fly. I've ran this in a Twinkie um, for the last three years. And Tom was nice enough to make this fly for me. Um, it's going to be a killer. That's what I've been running behind the Bullfrog for the last three years. Um, here it is in a, in a, in a Twinkie. Um, that has been an absolute stud for me. Um, as far as meat, you can put it in the water first thing in the morning. You can run it all day long. Springtime mid-season late season stagers they will eat it all year long um I, I stress don't just put it in the water tune it make sure it's doing the right roll it's not just there spinning um springtime i think the cold water you can go a little bit faster as it starts to warm up i think you need to slow down um but some days they want it slow in the spring so you know listen to the fish they're going to tell you what they want um watch your fish hawk there's a lot of currents in the springtime water's moving around winds are constantly on lake ontario so having a fish hawk's key i think i've seen you know a lot of guys oh man it's a lot of money for a fish hawk i, I can just i can look at the rod and see no you can't get yourself a fish hawk before you go buy yourself a couple of tractors the ones you have might work they're just not working now because you don't have your speed um as far as spoons i like standard size spoons in the spring for browns once in a while i'll run a a, a stinger size um, stingray size, sorry. Um, as I go to Wilson, I'll switch it up to some mags. Um, sometimes out there, they do want a stinger, though. There's a lot of smelt around. So don't be afraid to try smaller spoons, a, a mix. Let the fish tell you what they want, but be observant to your, your pattern in the water. What, did I get them going fast? Did I get them going slow? Is the spoon stretched way back? Is, are they hitting the cheaters today? Um, it all makes a difference, you know, and I think that's where you, you can find a lot more um, increase catches by paying attention to what you're doing. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Pete will text me 30 times while I'm out there, you know, telling me he's got one on. Don't matter. I have one on too, Pete. You know, so it's it's all good. It's all fun. Um, but do your program. Don't fish somebody else's. You know, you can look at the spoons, and I hear it all the time from the tackle shops. This guy came in, he bought the spoon, you said, and it didn't work. They don't always work for me either. Fortunately, that they're fish, you know. But this is what I'm catching them on. So I'm always honest. I do a report um, every day after the charters. I will give it away exactly what I'm using, where I'm using it, how I'm using it, uh, speed, direction, everything. Um, I like to see people catch fish, whether it's on my boat or on your own. So it's uh, it's always good to, to help. You know, I was that guy once when I first started coming up here. You know, and I was lucky enough that I had a lot of greats help me. Um, now it's time to give back. So 
I like doing that. Um, as far as flies go, you can't go wrong with Atomics. Um, Tom and Steph run an awesome business. Their flies are second to none. You, that's the only fly I'll put in the water. Um, they last and they have just unbelievable results. I mean, those flies are just, they're built to last and they're built to catch fish and they do both. Um, spoons, stingers are, are, are my number one choice by far. Um, I, you have to fish what you have confidence in and that's what I have confidence in. So that's what I choose. All right, you um, want to get into some meat rigs, Casey? We've got a bunch of questions loading up here, but let's talk meat rigs real quick. Meat rigs, I run two different types. I run atomic and I run diabolical. Um, I have them prepped. It's always good to have preparation. Um, I like a warship. There's a lot of warships there. Davis Destroyers, uh, UV-190s. The Dirty Goose Rig, that's the head I use with it. It's a white diabolical head or a white uh, John King head. A couple more warships. Can't go wrong with the 41s or the white ultra glows, especially in Wilson. I love that out there. I even love it on the east end with Oswego when you get the right color water. Um, some steel gators. Last year, that was a Pro-Am Twinkie set right there. That was really good with a fat Nancy's chip. Um, with meat, there's, you know, everyone's like, what length do you run? And I'm sure a lot of people watched Rick's picture that he posted up there. And it looked like it was a super long lead. There are days you can run a longer lead. There's days they want it short. So once again, experiment. What works on my length of my boat might not work on your boat. So check it out and change it standard. I think they come from atomic with 42 inches. And I think 44 from diabolical. I don't have luck with that. There's times I can catch fish on it, but I, I'm more confident. I run a 60 inch lead. I like a longer leader, um, but it might be doing something with the speed that I do or where I'm putting it. So don't go by my information on that. Go by your own boat and what you have your own, you know, see your own results and success from um, other than that. Get out there. Can't catch them on the couch. Casey, how does that affect what that meat rig's doing, changing that leader length? How do you know if, if you go longer or shorter, how does that affect what it does? It's gonna change the whip of the Twinkies and the action of that when it's spinning around. Um you know, the tighter it is, the the more it's gonna move. The longer you make it, the the slower that's that presentation's gonna be. Um I think it, you know, for me, it works better longer. I mean, there are days I run them short, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll cut a Twinkie off and make it a two, 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 ring, uh, two twig rinky, Twinkie rig, say that fast. And, uh, <laughs> do, you know, very good on smaller chips, eight inch chips. Um, there's times late season when there's stagers and you want to, you know, you want to piss them off that you run that behind a, a 11 inch fish, you know, and, or 13 inch fish or 11 inch attractor. And if you, you have, you know, great results with it. Um, I just, I, I, I run different lengths, but most of them I like 60 inches. That's right. I would say my, my average is 60 inch lead. All right. Uh, David asks, uh, what's your best fish hawk down speed trolling for big summer Kings while running meat? I like two, 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 one. Um, and that's not calibrated. That's right out of the box. I don't change any of the fish hawk settings. Um, I like slower. Um, and deep, cold. 
big kings are lazy. They didn't get big and fat by being active. They got there by being lazy. So keep it slow for them. And sometimes less is more. Don't put a bunch of rods down there. Run one rod or two rods down to that, you know, the abyss. Um, sometimes we have a 700 copper and that'll go all day long. I put a rigger down there and they don't want it. And there's other days I have a rigger down 150, 170 feet and my 700 copper sits. So there's days both go. Um, but keep it slow and, and, you know, I like a longer lead for them too. All right. Uh, here's a guy asking about brown trout in the spring. If you're limited to a six rod spread for spring browns, what would you run? I would put two board rods out on each side. Um, I would have a stick bait on two of them. I'd probably put like a black and silver Smithwick and a bay rat. Um, and I'd have two one colors. If you don't have one colors, a couple number two split shots, about five feet up with two spoons. And then I would run two Chinook divers, um, you know, depending on your depth, but anywhere from seven to 10 feet of water, you run a Chinook diver 10 feet out. And those spoons I showed you before, that's a great one. Any one of these spoons, these six spoons, you put them on your Chinook divers and you'll have great stuff um, in the springtime there. Cooper down there digging for something? That's uh, Cooper. You know, he's, he's very, uh, come here, Cooper. Cooper's got to say hi. He's, he's uh, looking for attention, so he's digging, <laughs> digging a spot to lay down. All right. So Tim wants to know what brand uh, is the flasher, the bullfrog flasher you keep talking about. Uh, where can he get it? Here it is right here. That's the exact tractor. Let me move back a little bit in this way. That's the exact tractor. It's an Oki. Um, Fat Nancy's carries them. Um, I believe they have them in stock. Um, you put that behind with a dirty goose rig behind it and hold on. It's been my best the last three years. All right. Uh, here's a question from Steve. Steve wants to know if you always run Twinkies with your meat rigs. 90% of the time I will. Um, when I can watch my pan optics and I see that they're coming in and looking at something and going away, um, I'll put just a single piece of meat with behind like an eight inch chip. Sometimes I think the big attractor is too much. So I'll put an eight inch chip out there and, and like a 36 to 48 inch lead behind it and just a clean head. Um, and watch some days they absolutely, they want it clean. Um, not a lot though. No, I, I like the Twinkies. You know, especially when you're fishing Wilson, the water's a little. All right. Uh, Donnie wants to know if you're using artificial meat or natural. Natural. I do run artificial occasionally. Um, if you tune it right, it's almost as good as the real thing, but there's nothing as good as the real thing. Um, I like herring. A lot of guys run, you know, L-Wives or Moon Eyes, Atomic Mix and Moon Eyes. And I like, uh, you know, Atomic's meat. Um the herring strips are second to none. There's a couple other companies in Canada I heard that are going to be coming over too. Um, I know it's limited, but I like herring. That's my my go-to is herring strips. All right. Uh, Randy is a guy that watches the show quite often. He'd like to know uh, leader length for your fly to the flasher. Changes. Um, springtime, I would say 24 inches, 26 inches. Um, later in the season, if I'm trying to run flies with meat and I'm running slower, sometimes I make it shorter. Um, 
late season when I run you know, like an 11 inch tractor, um, we have our staging fish. I'll have like a 40 inch lead behind 11 inch tractor. Um, but that's again, what works on my boat might not work on your boat. I like it a little longer. Um, I would say for any boat, a minimum of 22 inches, um, behind an eight inch tractor. If you start going to like a, a 11 inch tractor or a 10 inch spin doctor, um, you can lengthen them up even more because that rotator is moving in a bigger, you know, a circle, but sometimes a shorter fly on a tractor like that, it depends on the fish, how aggressive they are, but pay attention to it. And as you're running it, you know, move it in and out and try, try a couple different lengths and go from there. All right, Jay, I'd like to know, uh, when do you start uh, using meat and what time of year is, do you think is the right time? Hey, there's Cooper. There he is. Um, I'll put, I'm sorry, but I'll put meat in the water. First thing I get to Wilson, every rod will have it. Um, I might put a spoon up high depending on the temperatures and what I, what I'm hearing, but, um, May, beginning of May, if I was in Wilson earlier, I'd probably have it in April. Um, you know, down this end, we don't have the, the salmon population on the East end. So it's, it's tough to, uh, tough to run meat for brown trout. I mean, they will bite it occasionally, but I would say, uh, you know, spoons and stick baits are definitely going to outperform it on, you know, the East end in the springtime. All right. Uh, if you guys want to know more about fishing Lake Ontario, Casey and saw a few different uh, comments. He does a, a basically a daily fishing report and basically opens his book for you, lets you know what he's got going on and how he's catching fish. Casey, anything else that you want to plug before we let you go here? You've got about 40 seconds. I do. Um, this year I decided to give away five charters for kids. And when I want to give them away for kids, I mean for kids that wouldn't normally be able to do it. If anybody knows a family, um, maybe they can't afford a charter. Maybe they, you know, come in bad times. I, I don't care. Have them send me an email. It's caseyprisco at gmail.com, or you can send me an email nominating them. Um, I'm giving away five trips this year to kids that couldn't go do it. Um, I just, I, 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 I once was that kid. And my, I was fortunate enough that my dad brought me fishing with my grandfather. And I'll never forget it. Some of my best memories of fishing ever. And if I can do that for somebody else, I it would make me happy. So email me. It's caseyprisco at gmail.com, or you can go on my Dirty Goose page. Um, but starting April 1st, I'm going to give away a charter for April, May, June, July, August um, for some kid that wouldn't normally be able to go do it. And hopefully they have a great time and catch a bunch of fish that they would never be able to catch. So I want to thank you guys for having me. It's always a pleasure. You guys are great people and fun. And uh Last thing, Pete, I'm coming for you. <laughs> All right, Casey, we, we really appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, it was awesome being on the boat with you last year and talking about memories. It's something that uh, my family's always talking about, too, uh, between my dad and my son. Uh, we just had an amazing time with you on the water. It was a good time. I was That was a great day. It brought back memories. I mean, that was same thing, me, my dad, and my grandfather with you and your son and your, your father. That was awesome, you know. I uh, I can't wait to see you guys in May, and I think I told you this, but I didn't tell anybody else. I did purchase a new boat just for you guys. I yeah. told you you're going to need a bigger boat with that crew. <laughs> yeah, I know. I might get a chef or something, too. You know, maybe Pete will take the day off, and he can cook for you guys. <laughs> that, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I like that. Well, thanks so much, Casey. I appreciate you. And, again, if you want to find out more about him, you can go to Dirty Goose Sport Fishing on Facebook. Appreciate you coming on here tonight. Uh, it was awesome to see you and to have you on the show. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the night.
Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. For more information on fishing the Great Lakes, visit our blog at fishhawkelectronics.com.